in today's show. We're going to look ahead to Saturday's games, give you some streaming options for the action with those six games on. Michael Bolton, what do you think? Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we're available on all platforms. Before we get into the what to watch for, I should have mentioned this at the top right at the start. Um, speculation on a James Harden for Ben Simmons deal. This has been, I think, the most likely scenario for Simmons to get dealt. It's felt like that for a few weeks, but I didn't expect it to be in season. I thought end of the season, sign and trade with Brooklyn, with Harden wanting to leave in as a free agent, um, and that would happen next season. I had no inkling that they would be looking at something like that at the moment. There's still no guarantee that that goes down. Of course, this makes sure Ben Simmons isn't on your wire. Um, I think he could make a lot of sense next to a healthy... Um, KD and a full-time Kyrie. Of course, neither of those things are real at the moment. So I don't know how that would work, but Arden's you know, half arsing things at the moment. He's obviously not happy with whatever's going on in Brooklyn, whether that's Kyrie or so many different things. And I think he could crush it in Philly. Now, that would have somewhat of an impact on Joel Embiid. It would drop his usage somewhat if it does go down. But if that does go down, we'll talk about it more then. Um, people say some crazy things. I had someone literally ask me today, hey, you know, this hardened trade stuff and, and his injury, do, do we have to drop him or, or trade him? Like, oh, my guys, what? Like, people say some crazy things. All you do is, if you have Harden, if you have Embiid, if you have Kyrie, if you have KD, you don't do anything. You just like have to roll with the punches when they come and we'll see what else is included in a deal if it actually goes down. Again, I'm still thinking this is less than 50% chance of happening. But to get Shams tweeting that and writing about it, means that there are some pretty meaningful discussions going on in that Harden-Simmons situation. So we will see uh, We'll see what happens. But let's look ahead to Saturday. First game, Grizzlies and the Magic. Um, Brandon Clark, we really want to get an idea of what's going on with Clark and his minutes because since Kyle Anderson has returned, Clark has been a shell of himself. He was putting up these top 100 numbers in 23 minutes a night. Now he's playing 19 and he's barely a 12-team guy. Is this the last game where I trust him? I don't know. Probably. We'll see what happens. Also, of note, Ja Morant questionable with foot soreness. So you could be really firing up your Tyus Joneses and even your D'Anthony Melton get a little bit of a boost there. I also want to watch Zaire Williams because they're entrusting him to a pretty large role. He's playing 30 minutes a night with Dylan Brooks out. He's all right. Like he's having some deeper league value and he's showing that maybe he can develop into a starting wing in the future. I don't know where he fits with Bain and Brooks long-term, but he's playing pretty well. He's not playing as well as what I think D'Anthony Melton would do in that role, but he is playing pretty well. So in deeper leagues, you've got some value there with Zaire. And if Jar is out, maybe he gets even a, a larger boost. So just watching that one. For the Magic, Cole Anthony, and by extension there, watching what that means for Jalen Suggs. Anthony has obviously been pretty poor for the last, let's say, six weeks or so. Really struggling with his shot. Still getting some peripherals in the minutes are fine. We're not dropping him. But the worry, I guess we have more in Orlando, is Mo Bamba. Three, four, five. He's not playing well. 
He's seeing his minutes reduced. Chumra Kiki's getting playing time. Mo Wagner's in the mix there as well. Um, we're not dropping Bumba. You're holding him. You might even buy really low, but I don't think I don't think there's huge, huge upside left in him at this point, unfortunately for him. Suns Wizards. Hasn't been a great return from the ankle injury for DeAndre Ayton. So can that change? He only played 24 minutes last game. Where will he go with the playing time? Is he going to be this part-time center? They go small small ball more, a little bit more, with McGee and Biombo that can slide in and play some backup center minutes. Um, like Where does it all fit? They played Jalen Smith four minutes last game as well. And then also watching Cam Johnson, who played 29 minutes, and Crowder played 34 in the last one against the Hawks. Very interesting to see him get not more minutes than Crowder, but instead of 23, getting 29. 23-minute Cam Johnson isn't a 12-team league guy. 29-minute Cam Johnson is. So we want to watch that. For the Wizards, the tank, Tom Bryant. His significant ankle sprain is going to cost him one game, which he was probably going to sit anyway on a back-to-back. So I don't know what to make of that. I would still hold Gafford through the deadline. You've got six days to go. And while Gafford's probably not going to play for the rest of this week, I would still hold him. And we'll see what Brian and Harold can do to make this team look even worse than they currently are. On to Kyle Kuzma. He's been excellent, especially the last six weeks or so. There's no Bradley Beal, so we're expecting Kuzma to have another large role and lead this team in usage and scoring and look really good out there. He's been super, super impressive. The next game we look at is the Heat. They're taking on the Charlotte Hornets. Kyle Lowry's first game back wasn't particularly great last time out, but that was low minutes in a blowout. I expect him to jump back up, and that's going to hurt the likes of Gabe Vincent. And then watching how the Vincent Martin, if he plays, uh, Caleb Martin dealing with Achilles soreness, Struess, Duncan Robinson minutes, how does that all play itself out? Because last game we saw Lowry and Butler play 25 minutes, and I don't think that's going to be the regular thing. So they'll go back up. So where do the minutes go? Robinson's just a three-point streamer to me. For the Hornets, looking at PJ Washington, it is a back-to-back for Charlotte, so we'll get a little bit more of an idea where he fits with Haywood and Oubre back. Do they continue to start Washington like they did in that game against Boston? They probably will. Well, they're not probably. They might. They probably won't, actually, because Haywood's back. But he'll play extra minutes, I guess, against Cleveland. But against Miami, I don't really see it. And then who gets those minutes there? Is it Plumlee? Is it Washington? Who is the one that gets the biggest boost in that situation? I'll be back in a sec to talk about the, the rest of the games and some streaming options. But I've got to tell you about Bet Online because the Super Bowl is coming up. So Bet Online has you covered with all the props, the lines, the contests, everything heading straight through to the big game in a week or so's time. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. Bet Online has up to the minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, even all right with your live real time updates of current games. Almost read the old ad. Don't wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers available for 2022. BetOnline is where the game starts. Thursday, February the 10th is the NBA trade deadline. So we've got a live show on Locked On NBA from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Locked On NBA YouTube channel hosted by Kim Becker with analysis from John Corrales and myself, Josh Lloyd. I'm going to be in there dropping Michael Bolton jokes, talking trades, talking fantasy value. So check us out over on the Locked On NBA YouTube channel. Knicks and Lakers. Um... I want to watch. I want to watch to see whether Julius Randle actually plays. I know people love getting into the weeds on players unfollowing teams on Instagram, but Julius Randle is not happy in New York. New York is not happy with Julius Randle, and he apparently unfollowed the Knicks on Instagram. Darren Fox unfollowed the Kings on Instagram. Anything going on? I don't know. 
All I know is that Julius Randle's second team All-NBA selection last year is one of the biggest jokes in recent memory. And he's been shocking this year. He's just ba- He just had a one-year significant improvement that was significantly overrated, and I don't know what's going to happen. I had a dream that I woke up. This is what I dream about. And that Kemba Walker played 41 minutes and scored 40 points in this game. Um, I, I, there's no way that that's going to happen, but I just thought I'd mention that to you. But I want to see what they do with Kemba, who's been like scoreless the last two games and played 17 minutes. Why are they continuing to start him? This is Alfred Payton all over again. And he's much better than Alfred Payton, but they're playing him the same way. Tibbs, just bite the bullet. Stop being the most stubborn dickhead in the world. Just play the guys. Play grinds. Play quickly. Just see what happens. This 17-minute Kemba Walker bullshit is nonsense. And then Mitch Robinson, who'd been missing in action for a while and came out and blocked eight shots. And Mitch Robinson says, I'll take it from here. Yeah, are we expecting that against the Lakers? Of course not. But let's see if he can keep a little bit more going than what he was before. For the Lakers, not expecting Carmelo Anthony to play. I'm not really expecting even LeBron James to play, but we don't have confirmation on that. So Malik Monk is going to get a lot of shots. He is a must-roster player at this point. I also want to watch Austin Reeves, who I think is playing really well and should if things were based on merit, be starting over Avery Bradley and playing 30 minutes a night. But unfortunately, they're not. So he plays behind Avery Bradley and plays 24 minutes a night. Not that Reeves is going to be a fantasy option, but I want to see, again, how impressive he can be and what he can do to help this team while Bradley thieves minutes away from players that are more deserving for the seventh consecutive season. The Bucks and the Blazers. Bob Portis, he's been a little bit up and down. I've heard of leagues where he's been dropped, which is crazy, but that's happened. So where, where where does his value lie? What are his playing? Like he had 35 minutes last game and 23 and 27 the two before that. They were some blowouts, so that, that changed it. But he's been a little bit up and down. And then I want to watch Grayson Allen. George Hill's out, and that's meant that Grayson Allen's value has risen. He's playing bigger minutes. So for now, he is a 12-team league guy. Does that continue? I don't know. On to the Portland Trailblazers. If you want to hear more about the Blazers and the trade that did go down, I did a whole video on it earlier today. And... If my technical skills are correct, over my head here somewhere, you'll see a, a card linking that video on YouTube. Um, Larry Nance could be back. It's a back-to-back. I don't know if he'll play both the Friday and Saturday, but with Covington and Powell gone, there's a big opportunity for both Larry Nance and for Trenton Watford. Unfortunately, they're both questionable for Friday's games. We don't really know if they're going to play on Saturday. But there's some really big opportunities here. I don't think Bledsoe or Winslow or Keon Johnson will be available on either the Friday-Saturday game who will just trade it in. But Alibi, Watford, Nance, Snell, they might have some Calgium Blevins, which is a brilliant name. They might have some increased value here. So watching how this all this plays out for the Blazers over the next week is really intriguing. The Thunder and the Kings. That's the next game we're going to look at. With Jeremiah Robinson Earl basically up for the season. Derek Favors out of their plans, rightfully so. Aaron Wiggins unlikely to play. He's not playing Friday. He might play Saturday. We don't know. Um, I want to watch Mamadi Diakiti, who started last game, and wouldn't say he was brilliant, but good rebounds, can block shots. There might be some deep league stream value there. And do they start Darius Baisley over Wiggins? You would Im- With Wiggins out, I would imagine they do. And Baisley can be a blocks and rebounds stream option. He's going to be bad for other areas, but blocks and rebounds he can produce. For the moribund Sacramento Kings... What on earth is going on with Rashawn Holmes? What are his minutes look like? Will Damian Jones outplay him again and get more minutes than him again? That is a key thing to watch. I am holding Holmes through the deadline, but if it doesn't improve after that, I might say see you later. I also want to watch Flaming Mo Harkless. If I could find the thing. Flames on the flame, Mo. Song, 
He's putting up some really big defensive numbers. They are starting him with Bagley out. Of course, they wouldn't like to invest in the future and try Chemezi Metu. They'll just go with Mo Harkless. But that's fine. They're doing it. And there is some defensive stats streamability there for Mo. We'll be back in a sec to talk about all of the streaming options for Saturday. But I've got to go have a Bilt Bar. Really, I wish I had them here. Where are they? Bilt Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. You know that. Why would you reach for a candy bar? That's just going to make you feel unhealthy because it's full of fat and sugar and carbs and calories. Pointless. Why would you go for a protein bar that's allegedly healthy but tastes like crap? Get your Bilt Bar. Merge two worlds. Deliciousness, healthy. 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar and 4 grams of carbs. Bilt Bar is your answer. They taste amazing. So head to Bilt.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and get 15% off your order of Bilt Bars. Bilt Bar is built different. Let's look at the back-to-back streams. Magic and Bucks guys are probably going to give us the best options here. Grayson Allen, Gary Harris, Dante DiVincenzo, Paddy Connaughton, Terry Ross. Get the two-for-one for for them on the Saturday-Sunday back-to-back. For your just values on the Saturday, Caldwell Pope, Grayson Allen, Jay Crowder, PJ Tucker, Darius Baisley, Dante DiVincenzo, the Oklahoma City Mudflap, Kenrich Williams, Pat Connaughton, JaVale McGee, Gary Harris. Deeper leagues, all of those same names. Chuck in Chemezi Metu, CJ Allaby, Zaya Williams, Denny Avdia, Emmanuel Quickly, Damian Jones. He might even become a 12-team stream. Stan Johnson, Ty Jerome, Corey Kispert, and Tyus Jones. Jones could really get value if Moran happens to be out. Really, really get some value there. And then for points leagues, Baisley, KCP, Crowder, Brandon Clark, Chumra Kiki, Davion Mitchell, Kenrich Williams, Grayson, Allen, D'Anthony Melton, PJ Tucker. On Davion, if he's available in any league, add him and hold to see what happens with Fox here. Guys, that will do it for us today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you're here on YouTube, you know what to do. Thumb it up, ring my bell, leave your comments. Guys, we're done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.